0: All right, time to go get me a loan. <laughs> uh, I will. What? What? Help save my sister's business. Oh, oh god damn it! So. Don't one of you guy, guys got some some dating to work on? That's you, Gilbs, right? <laughs> yep, yeah, but I'm 106, so you know, I, I, all my references are dated. <laughs> and you're wearing gloves like a weird. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? That is a uh, reference to our Falcon and Winter Soldier review that will be coming up on Marvel Monday. But uh, today is Fulcrum Entertainment's one and only Fulcrum Report. Fulcrum Report One Oh Nine. Make some noise up in the hizzle.
1: Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Six Flags Bald Guy Dancing. That Venga
2: bus is coming,
0: boy. (laughs) The Fulcrum bus is coming. Okay. What's going on, everybody? It is Fulcrum Report 109, our weekly podcast here on the Fulcrum Report. And uh, what, man, what a week. What's going on, Wookiee Talks? Uh, What a week. We have the Snyder Cut, which we will be watching slash talking about later this week. Uh, As well as, yeah, like I said, that uh, Falcon Winter Soldier uh but until then we are going to be talking about the current uh hot topics this week we have some star wars news to talk about here guilds uh, you want to help me lay these topics out real quick uh we? yeah we had uh dirge for those for those of you who are comic fans and also uh, fans
1: <laughs> of, the, of the og <laughs> thank you for that Seth. but for that fans fine. of the og clone wars uh yeah we have dirge the bounty hunter is going to be showing up in our uh, war of the bounty hunters comic arc so that's pretty uh pretty awesome we also have a controversy uh, going around the Star Wars Black Series uh, uh, you know, figures, the new ones that they released. And I know, Seb, I know you're itching to talk about that.
0: That's not Jax <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, uh
1: Avengers is limping to the barn with the new Black Panther expansion. They're, they're just trying anything <laughs> that they possibly can do. Whoa, Gilb, did you hear that? So, cutting,
2: so early on.
1: <laughs> i'm sorry you know what? i'm sorry man but this game it has just been from day one it's gotten horrible
0: reviews i've, I've watched gameplay for it. i didn't was not impressed we did a review her on the channel i actually like beat the say. game in one you was so sad i beat that game in one sitting it took about 12 hours but i did it in one sitting and i haven't gone back mm. <laughs>
1: And then finally we have uh, raccoon we have uh, the, the reveal for resident evil welcome to raccoon city the title has been revealed and then also apparently a few of the cast has been revealed for i, I believe it's wesker uh claire and uh leon
2: welcome so to raccoon city we got something games
0: so yeah those are our topics <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be a fun show. Uh, I am Sebastian, the uh, one of the hosts. You guys can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Revan Winter Soldier. Also, go ahead and check the channel out. Give us a like, subscribe, bell notification, comment below. We are live now. Uh, if you're watching us later, comment after the fact. And uh, we love to hear what you guys uh, think about these topics. Uh, you've already heard him. You can see his lovely face right there on the camera. It's the one, the only Gilbs. Welcome to the show, Gilbs. What's up, everybody? Yeah, you guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Uh,
1: at this point, if you don't know what it is, I'm like, come on. I say it every week. It's Fulcrum Guilds. Come on. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but glad to be back. And actually, I'm, I'm glad to be talking about something that's not just the Snyder Cut, because as much as I liked it, it wasn't everything I wanted it to be. So,
0: meh. <laughs> CNN, for me personally, I, I think it's just... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think it's the kind of person I am. I actually don't mind Zack Snyder as a director. So uh, when we do talk about that, you're going to hear deaf fruit take for me because, yeah, I, I give it like a five out of five. I thought it was really fun. Mm. It was it was different. It was it was more of like an artistic, artistic thing. So when, like people just start singing for five minutes. I'm like, all right, this is that's what this is. I mean, I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> uh mr action is in the house by the way uh mr action you owe us a new door you got to stop kicking it down like that <laughs> and, and he says he thought it was good i'm not
1: saying it wasn't good and just saying and we'll talk about this more on a review but i'm just it just wasn't everything i wanted to be
0: we'll save that for later though and uh yeah excellent and then uh we have one other person here today uh but he's not just any person he's the craziest of them all he's the uncleest of them all it's Crazy or okay, sin. Welcome, sir. Hi, thank you very much for having me.
2: Wait a minute. So what's this, Mr. Action? I honestly wish it was half sad and half happy because of the depression. Um, yeah, I guess the depression tends to be more all sad, um, less happy, least happy as you can manage, really, in depression. Um, so I'm not sure what you mean there, man. But hi, yeah, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy. Uh, I want to talk a little bit, a little, little bit about Black Panther when we get to it, because uh, I've got something <laughs> to talk about. Oh, God, oh, what not necessarily that. about that game
0: being any good, though. <laughs> <laughs> I want to eventually. We'll get some live streams on there of here because now I think I have uh, Kate Bishop and Hawkeye to check out. So when I feel like actually hooking my piece or my PS4 up, I'll I'll uh, do some streams on here. But. Uh, yeah, let's get it on. Um, we we have uh, our first topic. Oh, Harrison, tell them about Discord real quick while we're pulling up our first topic.
2: Oh yeah, of course. Um, so uh, Mr. Action, uh, I am also looking at you and seeing Avenue Spear is everywhere. I don't necessarily know what that means. I don't think it's necessarily your fault. That might be me being stupid. Um, and uh, we can talk more about that in the Discord server, which you already know about, Mr. Action. Uh, but others out there might not know, they go into the description of this YouTube video. You'll find a link to our Discord server to come talk to us about these topics before we go air, uh, on air or after we go off air and uh, come tell us what you think. What is our poll for this week? Come in and tell us uh, what different Star Wars figure you would like to be painted red and sold to you a second time. <laughs> I bought Boba Fett. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I don't think I've seen a red Boba yet. Boba, you pool, know what? I, I you. have
0: a red Boba Funko. <laughs> <laughs> uh Just love me Harrison. (laughs) (laughs) Okay so we have our first topic for today. Uh, It's funny because I always know you troll me with those questions but my inner fan is like no I want to give a true answer. What would I like to see? (laughs) A a Red Vader plausibly. Uh, Okay our first uh, topic. Um, Dude this actually got me excited because when Gilb's First of all, Gil's brought up a, uh, I wasn't on the episode, but you guys talked the war of the bounty hunters, which is a new thing kind of coming out through the comics. I was mildly kind of like whatever about it, just for the fact that that exact storyline has been done in Legends. And I feel like if they're going to throw it away, then why go back and do the same story? but they're splitting it across their main series and kind of doing an Avenger-esque crossover thing where you have to read each book and kind of get the, so I'm, I'm whatever about it. I'm, I'm getting more warmed up, but this totally got me up to temperature because I am, <laughs> <laughs> pull me out. I am ready. <laughs> Serve me for dinner. Uh, because. <laughs> third Stop, third mountain, please. Yeah, please. <laughs> Dirge the the Bounty Hunter. Dirge the Bounty Hunter. Dirge the Bounty Hunter. hunter. Uh, We're going to be getting him in the uh, Star Wars Disney Plus. We'll be able to check him out, uh, I don't know, in a couple weeks or something, when the original 2003 Clone Wars drops. Uh, You guys know absolutely I'm a ginormous fan. We've even done the General Grievous comic dub on the Star Wars Audios comics in the style of that. So, like, yeah, I'm totally stoked. And then one of my biggest heartbreaks of all time was that they threw this guy away. Um, They were going to bring him back in Clone Wars, but they replaced him actually with Cad Bane. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was like, okay, that's that for this. It was just one of those. Nope, he's back, and uh, I I couldn't be more excited. So I'm going to. That that's my first reaction. Uh, This totally gets me excited for these books that I couldn't care less about. <laughs> and <laughs> uh yeah Gilps I want to hear from you first. Uh I I think you could mostly cuz I, I have an idea of what Harrison thinks of Church. But uh <laughs> but what about
1: you? <laughs> no.
0: Yeah, no no no. But, yeah, what are your first thoughts uh Gilps?
1: Well, again, yeah, as as someone who was like watched the OG uh Clone Wars and not just and not when it was like a, a big full movie. I watched it like Every all right, stay tuned this week after Kids Next Door for this for the five minute, you know, whatever Clone Wars episode, because that's what you had to watch. It was only like a like a little five-minute vignette thing. It was not it wasn't like a full-on episode. So like I would I would sit there and watch it. And when I when this character came up, it was the coolest freaking thing ever to watch him like uh you know joust with freaking Obi-Wan Kenobi. That was the coolest thing ever. And I don't know, man. I was I was really happy about that. Like the imagery of all the black like IG droids and then the white clones, like the whole like chess aspect of it. I liked it. That and it's just masterful. And then the fact that they're bringing him back in uh, comics, and you know what, Seb, you could just shut the hell up because I had I never read that whole War of the Bounty Hunter thing that you're talking about from Legends, so this is new to me. (laughs) So I'm happy about that. I'm. I'm, This might be the first like actual comics run that I that I actually like
0: collect. See, it just does show that like, uh, yeah, neat for new readers, right? But for some, you know, for fans, maybe that you do know there are fans out there that have been you know sticking along with kind of things since the beginning and reading the comics and stuff so it is a mild bit of a, a like a like i said even with the movies some of them feel like rehashes and i'm like mm-hmm. okay so for somebody that where i had i do remember in those some of those things I had, i did had to me- mentally scrub away you know okay chewbacca did not get killed by a moon you know Han Solo and Leia did not have Jason and Jaina. That, I was there for a minute, and I did have to mentally scrub those okay. from my brain and just be like, you know, spoilers, wrong, wrong picture. Everyone, ignore this. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, I, 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 do like that. There's two different perspectives. So yeah, you you weren't familiar with those, so you're stoked for it. I have explored this story, so I'm like, come on, guys, <laughs> <Here's> <laughs> like something it. new. Well, but then at the same time, I'm excited to see Dirge. But that's because I feel like he was so lightly used. You know, you just basically got to see what he can do. And then he died. So I'm like, oh, if he's coming back in this, is he going to show up in Obi-Wan maybe? That would be super cool. Uh, is he going to show up? Also, I like the time period they're setting him in. It's not during the Clone Wars. It's during the later period. So that means we can see him possibly later in the story, depending on how his like species ages. But... uh yeah what's up uh oblivious sub dude please subscribe dude (laughs) uh harrison what are your thoughts on dirge uh and have you checked out the original o3 animation
2: no no i have not checked that out uh i mean we're on this whole journey through clone Wars, so i don't know i don't know what that'll be what i'll do to myself if i poison the well by going over to there first um however uh i have been looking into this uh this character to talk about today and uh, I did not know about this guy, and I did not realize how much I needed this weird bag of worms in my life. This is pretty cool. Okay, I cool. I love him. He's some sort of Star Wars version of Earthworm Jim. Uh, I was checking out some uh, some screenshots of some stuff from the 2003 animation, I think, where like his armor gets blown off, and he's like one of those worm guys from Resident Evil 5
0: okay cool so yeah that's another really fun aspect of this character that i think we could talk about for a second and i'm super stoked that because this character yeah he's a badass bounty hunter he has the cool bone bike he has uh you see in the show he has like a flamethrower he has all kinds of fun stuff dual wields badass bounty all on his own they defeat him and uh yeah he turns into this like hulk type worm thing he has like tentacle arms that could totally like and white people out uh, he can like reform but he does eventually get defeated pretty damn quick but <laughs> <laughs> but the concept of this character is so freaking cool to have like it's like that boss character that you defeat the first time and he has like a second level I'm like hell yeah but it's like star wars sized uh. <laughs> Gilbs, what do you think about this aspect of him, like being able to regenerate body parts? I, I thought that was pretty cool. Like, I, honestly, I thought he was like
1: when I saw the you know this armor, and then like later on in in other uh, versions, when you see like he has like a Mandalorian thing, you think you get the idea that oh, okay, he's just another bounty hunter. Then you see this thing, this horrifying monstrosity, It was, like like the hunters from freaking <laughs> Halo. And yeah, yeah. dude, it, it's pretty badass. I I enjoyed it. I thought it, and and honestly, I can't wait to see like uh, let me see, let me pull up the comic again. I can't like it's supposed to be uh, Santa Staros and Dr. Afra, And so anyone who's like familiar with the Star Wars comic canon right now, these two characters are super popular. And I mean, I like him too. So I can't wait to see them like blow him up and then, oh crap, he's, he's a worm guy. And you know, I can't wait <laughs> to see all that.
0: I am my, I like Santa Staros. I feel like Dr. Afra is mildly overrated because well, they made her. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I need to get into her books a she's, bit she's more. Like, I don't know, man. She's like space Indiana Jones. Exactly the exactly what everybody says. But then when you get deeper into her, it's just like, oh, she studied at a she studied at a college. Like you get to explore a little bit of her backstory, and she was a bit of like in a bit of a uh, kind of a Poe Dameron esque kind of crew. But then at the same time, yeah, her books are basically just going on like weird Star Wars adventures, which are fun. But that doesn't mean that the I feel like the adventures she's going on are more interesting than the actual character herself. Like, I I don't know what what is it about? I mean, and maybe somebody in the comments who's maybe read a little bit more Dr. Aphra than me can let me know. But like, is there anything other than her being like, oh, a space archaeologist or she? She's a, a bisexual that like went to college. Like these are all really cool, fun facts. I mean, I but... mean, so
1: you laugh, Harrison, but that's actually part of her story. Is that like her and Santa used to be like a thing?
2: Oh, no, it was. It was. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> but, you know, find out some more about her. Is she a bisexual? The pentagon. And it just sounded like that was something he really wanted to know. Like that would really round this character out for me. If I just, if I knew, if I knew she just explored a little. Like, you know, no, 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 these are, (laughs) yeah, yeah,
0: no, these are established things about this character. But at at the end of the day, I just feel like there's almost like a, almost like flavor text. If you were to hover over her as a character in a video game, you know what I mean? It would be like, oh, Stana Staros is like an archaeologist who's, you know, maybe dipped around a little bit in you know, and you get this like little like couple paragraphs. But beyond those couple paragraphs, who is she other than like helping the emperor? Uh, Vader out in the Vader comics you know I really like her but like let's explore her a little bit more other than her her stories being really dope because mm-hmm. I think that's where people are getting mildly confused her stories are interesting because she's exploring like old Sith uh, or or like old, old forced droids she explored Darth Momin the the character who created Darth Vader's castle um or at least the helmet that was or the sith lord you know some of this all fun stuff you know so um i also another thing too is okay so dark dr afra is an archaeologist then that means she might be discovering dirge who has maybe been in some sort of long deep coma or something like that or some stasis which is neat because that means that maybe we will see him in some clone war stories or something like that in some previous maybe high republic he'll show up Show them the bad batch. Make him bad, put him in the bad batch. Please. <laughs> also, okay. Here, let me ask you guys this because we were, you know, we we mentioned the dual duality of this uh, badass character. Do you think that's something that this continuity is going to take into effect? All right. Say that one more time. The the dual abilities of this character. Yes, we see that we have oh. Dirge the bounty hunter, but do you think oh, he's still the worm? Oh, do you think oh, he still has the dual I phases? I see because he's not because he's no longer the can like
1: the Dirge from oh three, maybe. Oh that's a good point. He might,
0: yeah, what is yeah, he Mine
1: Cannon Dirge is just some watch, it it's not gonna actually be Dirge. Oh god, so now you got me all worried. this is just gonna be some guy wearing his costume. Well no this is canon dirge but like you said well, the- <laughs> well what what if it, it doesn't actually say dirge it says the invitation on the co- cover what if this is just some asshole This was just like a big red herring and it's just some guy wearing
0: dirge's armor or not even now do we have it's conf- i think it had been confirmed that it is dirge but at the same time yeah like how do we know that like an old design isn't being reused almost you know what i mean or kind of like how they were using the dark troopers in star wars rebels kind of mm-hmm you never yeah it's like oh we're using the artwork as an homage you get some you get a lot of artwork homages so mm-hmm. what if this is an entirely different character just using uh a fan favorite costume or something i don't know uh we're gonna have to wait and see harrison do you think that they will go into the dual phase uh, abilities that he has or maybe we'll see his arm regenerate after it being getting cut off or something
2: I think they will. I think, um, I think Disney, uh, I think we can see in their Star Wars stuff they're putting out right now, they understand, I think, from Marvel, they understand that bringing in uh, old canon um, and, you know, just adapting it just enough to make it new is something that people really appreciate. And so I imagine that that's something that they'll keep in in some fashion uh, for this character. I, rather than inventing some other version of it i suppose the question would be potentially um because i had a little look into uh, the Gen Dai, uh the species that he is and they wear armor to like give themselves a humanoid shape and normally it's like armor of another species to make them look like them so is there a species that looks like that
0: mm-hmm. and he's wearing a bounty hunter armor to give him a humanoid shape
2: well, it, as in, yeah, it's it's potential that there is a species that like just normally wears armor like that and isn't a worm guy on the inside, so it could potentially be someone from that species. But oh, I, gotcha, I gotcha. expect to keep people engaged, and so you know, I think they're trying to show, hey, look, we are keeping some of the stuff, don't worry, not everything's gone. Yeah, I think they're going to have these two other stages. Um, I also want to talk about um, Mr. Action's uh, question in the comments where well, he was asking, like, how many uh, rewrites there have been, uh, I think in Star Wars and. Uh, Essentially, like how many uh, different canons they've got, because these are, was it, he was in a Marvel Legends character?
0: Okay, now if we're, because I'm really good at this game. So is the question, what is this question right here? Is the question how many different, uh, like, uh, continuities has there been in the history of Star Wars? let's try that (laughs) okay because okay we have the original 70s so you have the movies coming out there were some books that came out around that time but those are pretty much all gone along with those original marvel comics then there was like the second age and that basically began around like the 90s and that was the main legends continuity that basically was concrete basically more george lucas approved as well uh, mm-hmm. And that's when we got a lot of the Dark Horse comics. You got Shadows of the Empire, yet and Thrawn, all the all the stuff we are now currently, all the stuff that was basically deleted from Disney, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> and then now we are in the Disney. So I think we have about three, but you could are you there's maybe about uh maybe four to five if because I'm not hundred percent sure if the original seventies slash like eighties books. Because there, there's those ones like Glove of Vader, Revenge of Zorb of the Hut, and those all came before the nineties ones. And to my knowledge, these may not have even mixed with the Marvel Comics continuity yet. So like we but to it did all kind of seem to funnel into the main legends uh in like ninety four when we got Shadows of the Empire, uh and not Shadows of the Empire, the um the the thrawn, the the main those trilogies, you know? Uh-huh. And uh, so that, that I think is the best way <laughs> to hopefully simply explain that.
2: <laughs> so a lot, there's been a bunch of rewrites of Star now, Wars. No,
0: and then another thing I wanted to talk about, and then another fun thing that that question does bring me up to is how many, and Gilbs and even Harrison, can you jump in and play this game with me of how many things has Disney? First of all, I do like to bring back that it's not always a negative when disney brings back a dirge or a thrawn because now thrawn is not this finite character that's been in this small little era he does not have a defined death now oh, which is fine but what did they bring back like basically stuff that they reused so all right
1: there was uh star there was like i guess if you na- if you think of that like that was a like in the in at least that name was luke's original thing okay uh yeah. there was let me see if you think about like oh Ob- uh What's his name? Goddamn! Chewbacca's original like concept art. He looks like uh, set or Zebarelius from uh, Rebels. Like he looks like the Lasats. Okay. Uh, there's a- Isn't Rebels
2: also bringing back um, Darth Maul to use him as a villain.
1: Yeah. Yep. It does as as well as Clone Wars. Uh, they yeah, they just they brought back. Uh, I, mean, I think Grievous was originally something that they that they added into Clone War into the V Clone Wars from Clone Wars Oh Three. Uh dirge yeah. here. They, they yeah, let me like my god. They have, uh oh oh god famous one <laughs> High, High Republic. They show Avar Kit Chris riding a freaking rancor, and in the the <laughs> dawn of the Jedi, there is a cover where someone is riding a freaking rancor.
0: Yeah, I think that's <laughs> the biggest one, Gilbs. And the and everybody hopefully that's why I'm like I I always wish that this the show could get out to more listeners because nobody online has noticed what we've noticed and has <laughs> talked about what we talked about. The High Republic and <laughs> Dawn of the Jedi are the exact same thing in in concept, at least, right? Yeah. Uh, but with some like little things shifted around here and there. But like <laughs> it's been the biggest like <laughs> plagiarism thing of all time, and nobody's talked about it.
2: We are and, holding like, the truth here.
0: Wait, I, I know what's this like Star Wars, Alex Jones, over here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're God, listening God. to us. <laughs> but yeah. I'm going to tell you this one thing.
2: Okay? They're sending these things to our galaxy, and they're turning the goddamn quack gate
0: gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> my God.
2: Stulls, Jones. They're
0: all changelings.
1: Yeah, Okay, you know, I, in in case anyone doesn't doesn't believe us, hang on. I have been spending this that time. Here's Amar <laughs> Chris, and here is the Dawn of the Jedi cover.
0: Oh, coincidence! I think not, sir. Now we need somebody. <laughs> now we need somebody with the the PewDiePie the <clears> throat> throat> meme with it with his face like doing that little twist thing. Because yeah, straight up, that's one of those <clears throat> moments. So, yeah, Star Wars experts.
1: Thank you. <laughs>
0: See, all right, we you know what I'm going to say real quick is that... Wait, we should rename our channel that, Gilbs Star Wars, Star Wars
1: <laughs> Experts. Welcome to the Star Wars Experts podcast. Now we're talking about Marvel. <laughs> right. Let's talk about
0: Snyder.
1: <laughs> But anyway, yeah, like one, the last thing I'm going to say really is that I what I really appreciate is that they're they're not just doing that what we just saw with the with Avar Chris of like just all right, let's put a bounty hunter that looks kind of like Dirge or he has worm powers, like you know, but I like how they're just straight up adding Dirge. And if it's like not necessarily the Dirge that we all know, you know, kind of like they did with the Crate Dragon, if it's not like the same exact thing we all know and love, if it's like a little different, you know, I mean, whatever, at least they at least they added this. They gave, they was a cool cover.
0: See, Gilbert, you know what I see is Kathleen Kennedy moving in her with her regime. And look, you have the embodiment of physical. (laughs) I'm
1: sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Seth. That was mean.
0: He's physically holding his metal balls (laughs) in his hands. (laughs)
2: I'm upset because they've taken this bounty hunter. They've now said that apparently because she's a massive slimy worm thing, that means she currently is gender non-conforming. He's not conformed to a gender binary. I identify. No, nope. that's, that's enough of that. <laughs> that's enough of that. i <laughs> it'd no. be fine if that was how uh, Dirge identified. Yeah. I know nothing of the character.
0: Honestly, I, don't, I, I really know. look forward to seeing that. Because, dude, I can't wait. If people got upset about a rock, dude, let's get upset about a worm, man. Let's really give them something to be upset about. Dude, I would love Why to Why do they say
2: they when they're talking about dirge? That seems weird. Because
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's all the worms that are inside of me.
2: Don't <laughs> overcomplicate it. Remember, you're talking to a bunch of worms. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We're dealing with I'll worms and, and, deal and deal with all
2: over each other. I'm just a bunch of worms.
0: <laughs> oh god. We're going to get the first Star Wars <laughs> worm ASMR <laughs> dirge <during the> comment. <laughs> 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 okay, everybody. Uh let's move on to our second topic, which is also Star Wars related. This is a fun one of mine. I have laid off the black series for a minute. The, you know, I want to take the second to just mention that they are being a bit um Hmm. I mean, obviously, they want to make money, right? I mean, like, oh, shock. But at the same time, I think they're like, with this whole... They have a 50th anniversary thing running right now. But it's not even the 50th anniversary of A New Hope. It's 50th anniversary of Lucasfilm as a company, which apparently started in 1972. Is that what I'm... Yeah, if I'm doing the math correctly, right? Or 71. So they're basically saying, oh, Lucasfilm's been around for 50 years. So we're going to release collections for 50 years of Lucasfilm, which for me personally, as a collector, that doesn't get me. You know what I'm like? okay, that's not a very good kind of tag to get me to feel like you have to buy all these guys. I feel it's a bit cheap. Um, That's That's true. Yeah, I agree with you, uh, Dale Urban. I like the vintage collection, too i have some of the vintage collection yeah i do like the the vintage collections goes a little crazy too they uh, they're not so conform when it comes to uh they, they just have mini series and series just going off left and right and up and down so it's hard for me to get a grasp on even what exists uh these guys right here are some more 50th uh So basically, the whole idea is we're honoring the 50 years of Lucasfilm, which, like I said, 50 years of Lucasfilm, A New Hope hasn't even hit 50 years yet. So what are we celebrating from before? Is that like them, the pre-production of Star Wars, the Lucasfilm being, I mean, it's a great company, uh, or it was. <laughs> yes, but <laughs> we we're, we're
1: what we're celebrating, Seb, is all the groveling that that he had to do that uh, that poor poor George Lucas had to do, going around to all those studios. This is my vision. It's a great movie. No, this is gonna suck. I mean, I, I, like I said, <laughs>
2: we're a... we're gonna start out with this uh, intricate, detailed uh, drama about international uh, trading standards. <laughs>
1: nah dude but yeah like I, if you ever watched like anyone who i have disney plus go watch that uh what an empire of dreams it's like a two and a half hour documentary on star wars it's actually pre- like he went around to a bunch of different people no this is gonna suck no this is gonna suck okay we'll try it but you can ha- but all you can have is the
0: toys <gasps> dale good point okay if anybody um doesn't know this about me i love coll- i love collecting period <laughs> in parentheses i also love collecting ships Uh, The ships and what I love about those little figures is anytime I collect a ship, even if it's an old vintage one, then there's like a second level of collecting because then I have to go find the little figure to fit inside the proper one. So, yeah, I do like those little uh, the little scale ones. The only thing with them now is that they keep releasing them. They keep releasing them to me as more of like, oh, you have to keep this in the box. They're so special. I mean, if you open this, you're crazy. And I'm like, can you please just release like a series that doesn't feel like it has something special gold packaged on it? So when I open it, I don't feel guilty for Man. just sticking it inside my model. You know, <laughs> I mean, that's that. to be fair, Seb, that's kind of why I buy these toys.
1: Like I might not buy all of them, but I'll probably definitely buy that Darth Maul one. Like
0: and I, and it'll just be something that sits on my wall for the rest of my life and never, no, no, never ever, ever. And I agree with you, Gilbs. I, I mean, I have like. I'm gonna say I don't wanna say it's fifty-fifty, but I wanna say fifty-fifty of my collection is this stuff in the really neat box. I just wish they would release like a, a maybe a cheaper series or something that wasn't so limited to where I wouldn't feel like I'm I'm opening up this like collectible that should be sealed. You know what I'm saying, like, oh, I, I have this cool Mandalorian ship but too bad that the Mandalorian that's hanging on my wall that should go in that ship was like $60 to acquire. And like, I really shouldn't kind of be opening it. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's hard. I can't yes, go out Dale and get it open.
2: Yes. Open that box.
0: Oh, I love you, Dale. <laughs> you know, I would love to, f- no, I don't want to find <laughs> out, but it would be like, you know, you have 10 years to live. Then it's like, you just start opening all your toys. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, I don't know about that. Start, I start <laughs> listening. I try to try, try to sell all my toys, maybe, but
0: <laughs> so you could be buried with stacks of cash, <laughs> <laughs> so I could go do something before I die. I don't know. You but... could go donate. Yes, um, we have these guys, which are part of the this whole le- legacy of Lucas' collection, basically. And what these four figures are specifically are they're all based on comics. Uh... <sighs> Kinda of nastily, also they're well. I mean, they fairly acquired the company, but at the same time, they're using the legends which they have erased, and now they're giving you. Uh, I believe this is Dark Empire Luke, or this is yeah, yes, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's dark,
1: yeah. yeah, it's Dark Empire Luke. Yeah, it's uh, Star Wars Adventures uh, Jax, whatever the, Jackson, whatever the fuck his name is. Uh, yeah, exactly. I I think I believe it's Dark Horse, the Dark Horse run of Darth Maul, and that's going to be him, and mm. then. I forget it's, it's Crimson Empire. Is this guy?
2: Yeah, yeah it's Crimson gonna be Empire the con- thing. It's not. So it's Jax? Jacks, Jax? Jacks. Goddamn! Why can't I remember this guy's name?
0: Because <laughs> it's not important. And it's <laughs> ki, and it's Kier Is Yeah, Kirk
2: Ker- Ker- or Kirk
1: yeah apparently so yeah that's the big controversy (laughs) breaking news apparently uh star wars is is honoring legends but they're not really because they don't even know their own names
0: (laughs) yeah that's kind of the point of like uh, so fans are getting upset because they're like first of all this is like just for they're put in really special boxes so yeah i do agree guilds these are not ones i want to open um i don't really also like the ones I like to open and pose are the more cheaper-esque characters. You know, you just get your, like, Stormtrooper stuff. But for these special guys, yeah, they come in cool boxes. They're, it's, like, a part of the piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a lot of fans feel like they have been wasted uh, spots. Because, you you know, a lot of fans like the Luke. But me, personally, I feel like uh, if you are honoring the, the source material, which in that entire series, even though it's not, like, canonically true or whatever, the artist depicted Luke... Holding a blue saber for me, so I feel like if you're honoring that series, uh, it should be artistically uh, replicated. As yeah, no, he has the blue. Um, right. you have Jax, which I, I mean, I think he's cool. He's been recanonized, but Jax, uh, fans feel like he's a wasted spot for somebody else. Maul has also. Uh, I had the mini three three quarters figure growing up, but he is now black series. Feel fans feel, and then we have this last guy, which I feel is also like you know, 50% replica figure that we've already been sold. So that's the main controversy with all these figures is there's some, you know, <laughs> there's something kind of a little bit major to bitch about with each one of them. If we are doing this Ford limited series. See, I, I suppose if, all right, if you're a collector like you where you have like
1: literally every version of Darth Maul under the sun, or if you have every kind of Luke that comes like the new Black Series Luke came out. All right, well, got to get that one. Uh, fine. I, I grant you, I could see how this is feels like all right now this is kind of like a i already have this figure like why are you giving me just this one just painted black like i i get that but or or in the case of like the crimson empire like why are you giving me this one just with like with a freaking a double-bladed sword you know
0: like a a cape or whatever
1: yeah i'm like like, i get that but at the same time i like for people like me who just now i just kind of got on the collecting scene a few years ago i'm like okay that's a good way to start my
0: collection no, and yeah, it is not a nice starting point, especially if we're doing the 50th. Uh I like Jax. He is a part of that uh 70s continuity I was telling you guys about, the Marvel run. I think it ran for like 167 issues, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then uh it stopped. But they have re-canonized him. I think he's a fine fit. Yeah, he's definitely fits. Maul is an easy one, I think you know i mean obviously they don't have a black shit series shirtless mall yet in that size so i'm like okay yeah go for it i I mean and yeah if you want to they're all easy sells but at the same time it's like where's your uh i don't know there, there's there's definitely if you give me a second like yeah where is thrawn actually you know they're never going to make a throne. All y'all Thrawn people out there just need to accept
1: they're never going to make it. They're going to keep on making another variant of Revan or Luke Skywalker
0: or maybe the Mandalorian. Okay, I know I'm a giant fucking dork, but Shadows of the Empire was actually hugely important. Why? Where's our... Uh the the main character from that uh he's my favorite character he's the he's the green dude the the prince's Z- or whatever the fuck his oh, name oh Shizor would be perfect too but the uh the the han solo wannabe uh, oh oh shit yeah i know who you're talking about i'm drawing a blank right now i'm really tired but uh yeah i, yeah, I think he kind of almost belongs up here i would slot him in with maul almost i'd replace maul with him you know mm-hmm.
1: Okay. You know what? Honestly, what I do is because I've I I, I mentioned it like three times. I've,
0: I saw the Revan ones. You Why don't, why don't we have Bastila Sean somewhere on here? I feel maybe because um, even though they made her into a comic, maybe uh, they're trying to honor comic first characters rather than like video game characters. Fine, I, I guess. And, I mean, yeah, I'm just playing devils <laughs> out.
1: <laughs> I mean, if that's the way it's, it has to be, then fine, so be it. But I'm, I just wasted opportunity in my mind, and I would totally buy that, like right now, or Candor, oh, or Candor's Ordo, or like hell, Cartho, Car, Cartho Nasi,
0: uh, Dash Randar. I would, it yeah, Dash Do- Randar star wars if you want my money make a dash rendor figure i know i sound like one of those demanding me but it's like yeah put something worthwhile up there other than like a mall where i'm like man 60 dollars. i don't really have the cash for that right now uh i don't need another mall right this second you know harrison where are you waiting i know you're not a part of the big collectors thing but uh now hearing a couple fans passionately speak about some of the the things of uh, what is your kind of outside per- or not outside? I'm not trying to like <laughs> put you in that box, oh, yeah, but yeah. yeah, your your perspective from all from that side of things.
2: I I do kind of agree. Um, that I think this is it is isn't what they were aiming for. It seems they uh like said that they were kind of looking to yeah, you know, acknowledge like some of the stuff that fans love and that isn't sort of looked at as much. And yeah, then they chose stuff that half of this very limited selection are characters that we saw in movies and that we have figures that are very similar to this, especially the Luke. Like, the Luke is just like, okay, I get it. It's got a green lightsaber on there, but he's just, like, essentially Uh, got his Dagobah, like, costume on. Thank you. No one one needs this Luke. Um, There were some people talking about, you know, yeah, the Jackson, saying that, like, uh, Jackson, whilst, yes, he is a slightly more, yeah, yes, that that, that, that Luke right there. Uh, yeah, 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 I have
0: mine out of the box, Dale Erdman, if you want to know. I took mine out.
2: Yeah, so <laughs> like, it's basically that one there, the you...
1: Yeah, it's basically just the that one, but with instead of a a brown uniform, he has a black uniform. And so that's what I meant when I said like they're just painting it black. It, it,
2: it, it, looks, like, it looks like he just fell in a puddle. Like it looks like the same thing, but like like after like a day of training, this is what it looks like. This is how dirty it gets. Um yeah, like Maul, I think, is I, I don't see a huge amount of the things in the figure, but I don't like that figure. I think I just want to. Bare chest um, action figures sometimes look really weird, and I think he looks really. They look
0: really kind of bad, some, I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So, yeah, you know, I
2: think well, you would have definitely have had something more interesting with more, you know, like a deeper cut to like really please the fans who do want to collect these expensive, good figures. Um, and then again, the other character, the Crimson um, Empire one, I guess because there might be people who are really fans of this uh, Kirk. This is one of the yeah, biggest
0: night, night, out of all the, the thrawn, blah, 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 legend stuff. Uh, we haven't covered it here yet on the channel, but we will eventually, yeah, Crimson Empire or whatever is what is a huge section of like the stuff people like for legends.
2: Yeah, so I think people might really love that, the fact that it's you know representing this big character, but unfortunately, that character is a very boring figure that looks like something that you've already got.
0: What about the other guy? So we talked about that a little bit off air, and that's a little bit mild of this argument. You have that other screenshot of so they called this guy uh Carnax uh Jax, right? Carnor Jax. Can't thank you, my eyes are Karnor Jax, yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah, so we have Carnor Jax. Who's right like
2: there. also in Crimson Empire, but is the bad guy.
0: Yeah, so Gil, and... show him off. Uh yeah, so I have I have this one. Uh let me see. There we go. I mean and you can imagine his body basically matches the same scheme and colors, but it's yeah. But anyways, dude, sell me this one. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like seriously. <laughs> come on. Like brand, like what the fuck? <laughs> are you guys not collectors at the studio? Like what's a cooler figure? No, of course they're not collect they get those for free. Are you kidding me? <laughs> they they wipe their butt <laughs> with those freaking toys. No, you know what I mean, but like, <laughs> who who puts these into production? An AI robot that's like been like this will make us the most amount of money because, like, if if it were me in charge of the, you know, who uh, you know, allowing what goes out, this guy's going out way before the other guy. What the hell? This guy looks way cooler. Yeah, yeah, no, he
2: is I, kind of just the goth version. Of
0: I mean, the, I know it's the black, World. right? But at the same time, we argue like. Okay, if you're tight on money, I'm not gonna go buy that imperial-looking dude. I don't got cash for that. Not if you're tight on money. You know what I mean? No. Yeah,
2: I, I really do love though that. Um, I, I completely understand you, but I do love that different colors equals money. (laughs) Like I will pay for two colors instead of one color.
1: Well, yeah, when he looks that badass. So, what, what it says to me, Seb, it looks like, uh, from, from the looks of it, it looks like someone took a, an Imperial Guard and modified it and made it made it into Karnor Jax. So, if that's the case, I'm like, it looks like all you really want is a
0: color scheme uh, change. I mean, okay, so first of all, like, I, the, the argument is, though, that, like, you, you said it right on the money. They already took an Imperial Guard. So, how many pieces of this mold are already from the Imperial Guard figure that, like, I don't own one, but I don't care to own one but like that like many fans probably already own like so what's you know and you have the same argument as like buying all the different clone troopers you know what i mean but it is kind of like that it's like here's a very special box why are you gonna put that guy in the very special box i don't understand (laughs) all the way it doesn't make sense all the way you know what i mean if you want to make a mind-blowing collection to like make people just like drop loads of money why just why i know it's easy but at the same time, like come on, and that just might be me being like personally like you know just liking the red and black thing going on. But at the same time, like it, it does baffle me. I I am kind of on your side a little more. Yeah, I'm a lot lot more on your side now that I see this
1: concept versus that. It looks a lot cooler, so yeah. But it doesn't bug and me as can, much. You can
2: probably see what I mentioned uh, off air that like it almost you'd almost believe that the mistake wasn't the name on the box. It was that they painted the figure wrong. And they were like, "Hell, it's easier to change the boxes than it is to like change the figures."
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Harrison, for bringing that because let's let's blow this out of proportion for like two seconds and go into like (laughs) the outrage. The only two. How (laughs) dare, how dare Lucasfilm, go to honor legends and then get the name wrong, and then get the name wrong. They tried making money off the of something that has been deleted from canon that fans dearly love, try to pander to us fans by reselling us the figure, and then slap you in the face by not even bothering to get the name correct. The Outrage. Your <laughs> <Pure> Outrage. <laughs> what do you think, Harrison? <laughs>
2: do you know what? Like, um, it, you're not wrong. If you are a bit outraged by that, you're not wrong. They they didn't put in the effort, they didn't pay attention to it. I think it is just like, hey, it's just someone probably like messed up at their job. Because because I guarantee it was like one dude, and his job was to like write down what went on the box. And he was like, Oh, you're talking about this character? Which one? The red guy. What looked up, saw Connor Jackson was like, Oh yeah, that dude, yeah. And just wrote that name down. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think, yes, you know, it, it, it was a mistake, and damn they should be doing better. But it's not that big a mistake. So
0: I be- think I have the thumbnail, the the clickbait thumbnail. It's Lucasfilm has lost the plot. They don't <laughs> care. Okay, well, sorry, right, Seb, that's one way of
1: looking at it. The way I see it is that this is just a variant. You can get a, like, a misprint. Va- so you, you get this, and then like a year goes by. They're like, okay, fine, the, the fan outrage. We'll re-release this Black Series, but it won't say, it'll not say Kurokanos now. Then you have to... So-
2: two- <laughs>
0: i don't even think they're releasing that box version so when you buy the fi- like when you go to order it it'll say kirk Canis. okay so then here you go i'm like i feel like this and is that, just them
2: that there is going to be like the most sought after thing of this it's whole like event. the
0: new schneider
2: cut. <laughs> yeah they want that that incorrect one that was used for that one photo shoot release so- the misprint
0: <laughs> One thing that actually did, if we are talking legitimate, though, one thing that had recently been released in a small quantity was there was a Boba Fett that was supposed to emulate one of the original boxes and they got like the frame wrong or something or like the the aspect ratio, like it was too zoomed in on Boba or something. And it's supposed to be like the more zoomed out picture of Boba, but they already had released the other ones before the so basically those hundreds or or, you know, however many got released were the sought after ones. And then they fixed it to what it was supposed to be, but yeah, that that, that did happen. Uh, but yeah, I think this was caught early enough before they'd been shipped. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, what do we think about so, the bunny, really quick?
1: All right, so I all right. The only knowledge I have of Jackson or Jax or whatever the hell this again this re, Bugs Bunny over here's name is uh, is um, the the Star Wars Adventures comic that we did on Star Wars Audio Comics. Plug plug, go look go look over there on that. And yeah, like all I know about him is that he's like a cartoony, again, like Bugs Bunny esque character for like the Star Wars universe. And he's like a bounty hunter or he's a smuggler. That's all I know about him. But other than that, I'm like, cool. You're bringing a, a green rabbit. Uh, awesome. I, I might buy it if I get a, if I just get <laughs>
0: like, you know, a hankering for like, oh, I need a new Star Wars toy. That one pisses me off because that one makes me want to open him. I'm like, oh, he's so different to where, yeah, I want to open him and have him on my shelf. But uh, yeah, no, I I think he's fine. Uh, Like I said, if this were to honor the series of comics, I think he's probably the biggest one to put up there because he was such a big thing in the Marvel comic. Uh, What do you think about the bunny, Harrison?
2: Um, So I, I, the bunny's interesting. Um, A couple of reasons, one, because its uh, its name is Jackson, which is my brother's name. but also, I have uh, sent a link to you, Guilds. So I don't know if you can get to it, but it's a, an image from Google of uh, Captain Bucky O'Hare.
0: Oh, shit. Uh, okay, yeah, I can't get to I mean, let me try to open it somewhere else. Oh, see, we have Mr. (laughs) Mr. Action even asking us, Bucky O'Hare. Yeah.
2: Yes, yeah, Bucky O'Hare. So, like, Bucky O'Hare, yeah, is this, like, 80s cartoon um, about a – it's this wonderful kind of furry's dream about this kid who um, accidentally makes a door that goes to a parallel universe. Oh, my God. Where everyone is just animals. (laughs) And he meets up with this this super space rabbit called Bucky O'Hare who fights toads. And it is the most – rad cartoon ever and I love it.
1: Uh, uh yeah, gimme give me a give me a second. Let me just mosey this yeah. on over here.
2: Yeah, so like, like, oh, like oh I don't know. I'm pretty sure Jax, because he's part of that original run, comes before Bucky O'Hare. So Bucky O'Hare probably was uh, ripping off of him, but that's all I see when I see Jax. And I'm like, I just want to get a Bucky O'Hare figure now.
0: See, is this a? It, was this a British thing or something? Because I don't, I don't know yeah, if this. I've, is. I've never seen Bucky O'Hare before. I've never I even heard. Didn't, it. I
2: didn't think it was a British thing. Um, uh, perhaps it was, That's but yeah, and it's really, it's really cool. I will share it with you guys. It has the most badass theme tune you've ever known. I love it. Um, I, I it has this incredible the... character in it called a Dead Eye Duck, who is the gunner of their ship, the Righteous Indignation. And Dead Eye Duck has four arms and he is voiced by uh, the guy who does Rat Trap from Beast Wars. Oh,
1: dude, that's awesome. All right, now, yeah. I, definitely gotta,
0: <laughs> now I definitely gotta check this shit out. Well, I was saying, I sense a watch along at some point in our future for this one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. That and the Rock Lords movie. <laughs> oh, my Rock God. Rock Lords. You know what I also sense? Yeah. I want a Zack Snyder directed Bucky O'Hare movie. <laughs> an edgy monochromatic no. Bucky, uh, O'Hare. Bucky O'Hare he kind of looks like the Jackson Black Series figure more adultish and like yeah you're going to see no. this rabbit's dick no. and he's going to say fuck yeah, he's
1: going to
0: get he's going to get on there and be like fuck dead eye
1: duck <laughs> dead eye duck's like
0: Bruce Wade
1: <laughs> but yeah so that's interesting I know, thank you for sharing that Harrison I've never seen that before
2: but yeah yeah so that's all i think when i see that character and I, I don't know anything else about the guy never read any comics that he's been in
0: all right um okay yeah so i think that's been talking to uh to exhaustion <laughs> yeah just a bit uh, my blood pressure uh, has been risen to the levels from the outrage that kathleen kennedy it's all her fault Everybody cancel Kathleen Kennedy because it's her fault. These figures are sitting in front of your face. How dare she? How dare she? Okay, what's next? <laughs> all right, let's talk. All right, now Harris, I know
1: you were looking to talk about this. Let's talk about the Black Panther and the Avengers. So, oh, yes.
0: so yeah, apparently. Here, let me get this off the screen for a second. Well, I'm really curious, by the way, Harris, because I have you played this game? Because yeah, I beat this one. Like I said, um,
2: I played. I played the beta. Um, I wasn't very interested in playing the original. Certainly not paying for it straight away uh, when it <laughs> came out. So I was like, "Yeah, okay." Uh, I think I've seen enough. Um, and the only reason I want to talk about uh, Black Panther really is because when we are finished here on the stream and uh, you're done hanging out with us, go over to the Russian comic book geek here on YouTube uh, because uh, we, there's a Black Panther comic on there has just oh so no not Black Panther a Killmonger comic has just come out mm-hmm. and I. I'm playing uh, Ulysses Claw. So I'm going to talk about being South African and what oh, I'm doing here in yeah. Wakanda. Gonna get myself some vibranium, man.
0: So you're not actually excited yes. for any of this bullshit?
2: No, no, no. Yeah. It was just a nice segue into uh, go to the Russian Comic Book Geek here on YouTube and check out the new motion comic that I'm in.
0: Yeah, everybody, please go support that. And uh, yeah, Russian Comic Book Geek puts up some amazing stuff. Um, so yeah but i agree with you Um, uh, cool you know what this looks like this is, no gilbs put it put it back oh i'm going back i'm going back. what what does this look like it looks like the fucking earlier like forest levels with some like wakanda assets just imported in you know what i'm, what <laughs> I'm gonna
1: say seb is that's probably exactly what it is
2: <laughs> <laughs> what heavens <laughs> How can so, they get away with
1: this? So yeah, to come back now that Harrison's done his shameless plug, to come back to my point, <laughs> this is what uh, Marvel's Avengers is limping to the barn with. They they see that that uh, with with the passing of Chadwick Boseman, RIP, and then with the popularity of Black Panther and all that being just like I, I just a sheer basically like I w- I wouldn't say clickbait, but it's like a lightning rod for for clicks. But they're like, all right, guys, let's get some Black Panther reveal trailer in here. Let's, this will revitalize our show. It, you know, we thought Kate Bishop would do it, but no, she turns out that the the Marvel fandom is sexist, but they aren't
0: racist, right? <laughs> Not- <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what's funny too is, yeah, you're so right on that, like uh i I think anytime you will release a black panther in anything it is like this like kaboom everybody like they put black panther in Fortnite, but like respectfully after chadwick bozeman passed away like months later but at Mm -hmm. the same time like yeah you put you put him in there you don't think that's gonna just instantly make money like no, yeah black panther's turned into like an entirely he was already really popular but now he's turned into like this almost like Kobe Bryant, like you better go collect everything, go play everything, go buy every magazine, like oh yeah, like he's he's leveled up into like this god status of a character. Whether like the character itself is even really that awesome beyond what <laughs> like I don't know. I really like Black Panther, but at the same time, he uh I don't know. But All right, like, so here, let's put it this way, Seb. If it does this make you want to get back into the game? No very good i feel like i'm i feel like i'm still gonna be playing yeah okay so yeah honestly it's so like it's coming from like just a regular comic book like perspective outside i mean i love black panther but it's it's not like he's one of my favorites um coming in from the outside from that perspective yeah this character doesn't do it yet either it, i think it's it's spider-man the one that will automatically get me to like be like okay this is part two where i pop back on mm-hmm
1: okay I, I could see that and especially if they you like the
0: spider-man from like the ps4 now here's now here's what i mean okay because like uh spider-man hopefully they stuck to their word because it's on the box that i fucking purchased but spider-man will be in the game right so mm-hmm. the hope is that when spider-man comes out that is when i will go back and go comb through this content so I will be a good boy and go and play Kate Bishop, Hawkeye, Black Panther, whoever the hell else they release, and then Spidey. But at the same time, that is the thing that will pull me back into the game. Doesn't mean I'm not going to play that, but I am not going to run out and play because Black Panther is in now.
1: Okay, that makes sense. And so,
0: I mean, because Spider-Man is obviously your favorite character, that's the one you you would jump in for. that too, and like how different is Black Panther's power set or like how different is his gameplay going to be? I already have characters that I felt I've been like leaping across the map already with Black Widow and kind of uh, uh, Hulk a little bit. So I imagine him having some of that kind of stuff. I know he's gonna have like some vibrant. I don't know how many different like kind of ground pound abilities can you you know what I mean? He is a cool character and he looks cool, and then like hopefully his story itself is associated with something neat. But the the playability, I just feel like I'm playing like a, a reroll of something that kind of already does exist in the game already. Yeah, okay, I'll gr- I'll grant you that. Like if you
1: if you pl- uh, seen like the the black not the black Panther, uh, the Captain America like fighting. And then also, if you watch like the Black Widow like fighting, uh, you know, mechanics. It, it's probably going to be like similar to that. It it might be like there might be like him like climbing on ships to traverse the the map, you know. But other than or like maybe some high jumping shit. But other than that, it's not going to be a whole lot different than what we see. I'll grant you that. I, I I'm honestly this never got me interested to begin to, in the game to begin with. Uh, but I don't know, man. I think I feel like this could be like. Like I said, it might, it might be a big draw for a lot of people who are just like, oh, cool, Black Panther,
0: finally, I the character I wanted to play as. Mm, okay, and then I want to hear what Harris said, mm-hmm. they too. But th- let's not forget this, too. This is hot off the don't fucking try and win us over with Black Panther when it was literally announced last week that you guys are now slowing down progression in the game. When mm-hmm. your game's already been failing, nobody wants to play your game. Nobody wants to play this. Thing. I'll tell you what will get me back in. If you guys make a new announcement that fucking equipment like changes the aesthetics of my character, I'll jump back in. <laughs> and that'll no. never happen. And that'll never happen. That is a joke. Yes. Right? That's like a 2.0 fucking dream. This
1: has, this, has been your, this has been your like argument against this game since day one. And uh. you, have, you will never get this. No, and I know I
0: won't, but that's just such oh. a, that's the biggest thing. And no, oh. look to the internet. That is the biggest thing about this game. Because the game doesn't get good till you get high level. And mm. that's when you can unlock start unlocking that shit. And they've slowed that down. So the Gears literally puts the numbers up. It's been proven time and time and time again that nobody cares about that kind of loot when it comes to not changing anything. So it's like, where's our Diablo-esque? kind of stuff going on where like yeah the numbers do go up things get more bombastic but like we're, the god whole like thing about it back in the day like it doesn't make sense destiny did it just fine they were smart and we're like oh you pick up blue and you do these events and things and yeah you're gonna have some stupid looking crown to say hey everybody look i did this and <laughs> that just doesn't it doesn't do that here it just is like hey i did some like 10 hour raid and now my gauntlet's are fucking gold, and they can they like, and now they can just do like three, you know, trillion damage. It's like I just saw the numbers go up. Nothing's interesting about this game anymore. Uh, Seb, I, I argue like, that nothing was interesting in the beginning. With. But all right, go ahead, Harrison. Go ahead.
2: I yeah, I I think I kind of get what you mean because like I feel I do feel like um sometimes games like can have enough things in them that can make up for some you know like bad stuff so i feel like the kind of like generic eh, it's not that interesting gameplay might at least be nicer if i had that kind of role play element of yeah this does the better stats but i want my character to look like this so i want to use this set of armor like that could just add a- another layer to the game that could like save it certainly for someone like me you know like um like for example i never would have loved uh saints row 2 as much as i did if it weren't for the fact that i could make my character look however i wanted i could go on weird little shopping trips with my character to like try different things on and be like what would i look like if i wore a jumpsuit um so yeah yeah, i I completely get what you're talking about And, and i almost would give it another go if that was put in
0: well my thing also is like there i brought up destiny and i hate bringing it just back up and up and up and again but like it's easy because you could do gear and then there were shaders so like if you want to i i just see i don't see where they they kind of almost missed the mark on like you know create your own iron man kind of thing create your own i know it sounds stupid with hulk but there are kind of ways to adjust and do different things to him and kind of strap fucking junk around on him eventually you know in this in this in the campaign itself like tony stark does give him some sort of armor so it makes sense that like you would eventually be strapping shit on him um but like where's the shaders at also if you want to like sell costumes then like maybe you could only get some of those like neat pieces you want from that costume but like you'd have to buy that one and then after that you can go mix and i'm giving you monetary ideas you guys of like shit that like will plausibly put money in your pockets like this whole, like, oh, we're gonna sell you a different, like, I don't know. It, the skin thing's not working, and I've promised to Jesus that nobody's gonna b- spend a single dollar on emotes. Mm-hmm. Who wants to see fucking Hulk eat popcorn here? Raise your hand. <laughs> That's cool. Who wants to see fucking Captain America yeah. take a selfie? Well,
1: I, I mean, see, not ne- necessarily a selfie. I'd like to see him pick up a phone and start being like, what how do, how do I, and then maybe like surprise yeah, himself taking a $5? picture? You want to spend $5 of, of your no, home? No, no, no. I, I, yeah. I would, if it was like in a large bundle, not not $5 for that alone, I'd, I'd pay for like, I'd pay 25 cents for that.
0: <laughs> yeah, they don't get us because, yeah, but if it wasn't That's like horrible. a $20, yeah, if they did do, and it sounds nasty, but if they pulled a bit more of a Call of Duty thing where you get like a call card, like I did this, I did that in an animation, and like, I don't know, my gauntlets now shoot different. Effect. you know what i mean there's a bit easier nicer ways to do this than just put you know but oh we have silver centurion armor iron man everybody he's in the store now but like go out and and raid and loot for your stats just to go up when the game's literally just punchy punchy bullet sponge everything and and uh when you get into the end game just one hit will put, take you down everybody loves that gameplay right and i'm like eh. I don't know i don't know I, I like feeling progression through a story of i like other than like yeah seeing that like my numbers are now doing green damage because it's poison <laughs> it's literally true experience from that game it was kind of <laughs> something i saw enemy shrinking finally i'm like oh that's kind of neat <laughs> <laughs> kind of uh gilbs yeah so you said this is it getting you
1: in no, I mean, for me, yeah, it would, like I already I already saw the gameplay for like Captain America and Thor and, and you know, Iron Man. I'm like, yeah, it was cool, but I'm like, nah, like most of my, a lot of my favorite characters are already used. Like, again, unless there's like Spider-Man shows up or
0: something, there's not really a, a reason for me to join it, jump into this game. They messed up in another area is uh, a huge thing was the the Internet thing. It was never they. this was supposed to be a huge co-op experience from the beginning. Yeah, and it never and happened. It, Well, their servers have just never been up there. You know, you'd ever... I think when I played, uh, I did a couple multiplayer missions. And, uh, you know, you're supposed to be matched in a team of four. I'd only get matched with, like, maybe one other person. There's no Mm -hmm. way to communicate. There was no uh, audio chat or anything. We basically just have to, like, kind of follow each other around and, like, make emotes, you know? And uh, it was just really kind of 2010. <laughs> I, imagine, I imagine just like Seb, you following people around as Captain America, just doing like, just like I was, waving. I was Iron Man, I was Iron Man. Yeah, I liked playing as him. He was fun <laughs> or,
1: or like you walk up to people as Iron Man trying to get their attention, you just go, or like some shit like that. Yeah, like exactly.
0: Yeah, or it'd be some sort of like ground pound or just like you run in front of the person and like hop up and down and just be like, yeah, you follow me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, yeah, they, that, that'd be annoying. Yeah, and then uh, and then not only that. So not only did you not put any tagging or communication abilities, but there's no crossplay. So oh, like, my. I can't like, fuck. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I bought this on PS4. If if I could, in the fucking uh, what? How many numbers does uh, Doctor Strange yell out? But in in all those different plausibilities, in one of those worlds where Gilbert and Harrison did buy it, we're all on different <laughs> systems you guys like this is the (laughs) 2021 get with the systems everything cross-play now yeah get with the freaking
1: program avengers god like sony what the hell is wrong with you this is why you nobody. i
0: can't play with anybody that's because there's only like 164 people ever playing the pc game you guys but maybe hey. there's like 2,000 people <laughs> playing the PS4 version, and maybe like a thousand people playing on Xbox. You mix it all up, and you get the best of both worlds. Now let's get the fuck out of here on this topic. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Very concise. Ship, but I but I agree.
1: Yeah. No. There. That's. There's pretty much nothing more to be said about that because it's kind of lame. I'm like.
0: I'm sorry, Avengers. Like you tried. You failed. Move on. This is late to the party. <laughs> I think first step is fix your XP thing. Do not touch that. Yeah, you, so, you, you guys heard that, right? If you so, if you guys jump in right now, then you will level up slower than you have in previously. Oh, uh, oh, that's right.
1: They made it harder. That's right. They they changed the because, game to make it harder
0: because Harrison, it's overwhelming for you as a player to have way too many. You're getting too many skill points at once. How are you going to experience all these? All your cool little skill level. You got three, three skill points a mission. How are you gonna be able to mentally comprehend that? You can't. (laughs) You can't. So we're gonna slow it down. So you maybe get one a mission. How about that?
2: To be fair, I I do remember. I think when we first saw like some (laughs) gameplay of this, I think we did talk about like how like it felt so much like it was like okay, and now you do this, and now you go and upgrade that, and now you've got to go over here, and it reminded us of um. It reminded me of a, a mobile game when it's like, okay, cool. Now you've got to go over to the <laughs> mine. The mine is only open every Tuesday, Thursday, and Fourth Friday. You know, like um, when the mine's closed, you've got to go over and watch ads here, and the ads will let you get puke to sell to the vomit dragon, um, and like. <laughs> Avengers wasn't much different. Avengers was just like, ah, right, I see. Now you have a skill tree over here, so now you must go over now and upgrade your Falcon blasts so that they do three times more green damage, but more one minus to pink damage.
0: <laughs> are you sure you haven't played the game? <laughs> so <laughs> so I, just, so I played the beta. Yeah. Well, and then, um, and then one last thing I just have to say about that too is, you are know, fuck it, that game's trash. Under. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Let's move on to, to something I'm actually kinda interested in, in, as at least when I once I started reading a little more about it, is we yeah, we've now got the official title reveal according to IGN for uh Resident Evil. It's gonna be called Welcome to Raccoon City. And we even have apparently the uh the first like I guess this is like the first cast that they've that they've like revealed.
0: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah, we're getting Kaya or Kaya Shodilaro. Delaro. I have no idea how to pronounce that woman's
0: name. Somebody who Vulture, Have you seen? Uh, she looks like Lindsay Lohan from an angle, kind of. But uh, has, does anybody recognize her from anything? I I don't recognize her. No. Okay, she looks kind of like the character, so that's a check.
1: Uh, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna I'll I'll find where she's from because I've, I'm pretty sure I've seen her somewhere. Okay, what's but... the,
0: what do we have next?
1: Uh yeah, while we're while I'm looking for that, we also have the reveal that Hannah John Kamen will be playing uh, Jill Valentine. So, okay, well, I don't I, I'm not I, I don't want to be racist, but is she black is she is get, she Mexican? yeah is I don't care. I don't yeah. know, but I'm just but I'm just saying you know
0: ba- breaking news Jill Valentine's gonna be a person of color. There we go i think cool. my thing is like if you were to uh it's like the same thing with lord of the rings nowadays if it were to be written nowadays maybe yeah they would be more of a colorful cast so i think now they're just yeah. like oh since we do have the chance to not right our wrongs or whatever but just to do it again yeah let's make it a little bit more colorful oh, yeah, of
2: that, like, none oh, of no, these characters none of these characters need to be the race they are no like, the race they are doesn't like Play a part. There's no, there's no like key plot point with Jill Valentine, where, I I don't know, racist zombies. Like she gets through the the white supremacist zombies because she's white. I I don't know.
1: I guess not. I mean, I just, I don't know. I, I'm, I understand the reasoning behind this. Of like, okay, well, you know, if the story was made to, well, I don't, and
0: that's not even, that's not even like really. uh, I just think uh, like X Men caught it. Trying to figure out what the right thing to say here. Well, like X Men got it pretty good back in the day, and then same with like if you look back to like Captain Planet, it, it's like look, there's one of everybody. It's kind of cool. Like I said, when I went to school, it was there was one of everybody, and I think that's like let's make shows like that too. It sounds okay. wrong saying that, and I don't want to say it. Yeah, no, yeah, no, like, I
1: mean? yeah, in my experience, there was in there was like five of one kind, and then like three of another, and one of another person, and then like three over here. Yeah, like it was never one of everybody. But I digress. Like all I'm trying to say is that. Like, fine. I could, I don't, it doesn't really necessarily bug me that they're making Jill Valentine a person of color. I don't mind that. What would it, what I just, I'm like, I, I guess whatever.
0: Uh, I mean, if she, if she can pull it off, that's really what I, what I care he about looks is, other yeah, than like the, yeah, slight, the character. okay. So I was going to say this other than like the slight, cause even look at the game character, but like the, even sh- the slight different shade of skin color she is, cause she's actually pretty light skinned as well. But uh, she looks pretty identical to what that little screenshot they have there. Like, it's really nice. I, I'm like, oh, you do her hair right? Put her in the... Ric-. I mean, hopefully yeah. she doesn't look like she's cosplaying. But at the same time, if you wanted an actress that looks like her, not pr- not bad. Yeah. No, I'm not... I'm not... I mean, I'm not hating it. And then... Oh, okay. So apparently this chick... Uh, let me
1: see. What is her... Name is Hannah John Kamen. She's the chick who played Ghost in uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp.
0: Oh. oh right. Okay, so she's this popular now. Oh yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, because
2: she's in front of a poster for the Ant Man and the Wasp.
0: <laughs> yes. Okay.
1: Yeah. So she was in. A, yeah, she got some screen time in a Marvel movie, and that honestly,
0: mean, uh, <laughs> fuck it, that character was forgettable, hardcore. Yeah. So you didn't even. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't she, even she, that she, was there. she was cool. Like when I watched the movie, <laughs> but, but like I don't remember. Yeah, she was ghost. She's cool.
2: Who else do we get for this cast? Because the guy who is Chris Redfield definitely looks the part.
0: Yeah, he yeah, uh, He's uh, the guy see. also, like, if you've seen uh The Arrow, I know he's uh he was uh one of the, the main characters in that and has gone on to do it. Right. Looks like he did Netflix stuff. Uh okay, so th- that was my all right, that was my problem. It's not it's not that they're changing races of people, it's that like this
1: one looks she looks like uh like Claire Redfield. That looks like almost shot, for shot Like this dude looks exactly like Chris Redfield. Her, she kind of looks like Jill Valentine a little. I'm like,
2: I, I guess in the way that she is a woman.
1: Like, <laughs> I mean, the, the same thing. Like, problem, little... Same problem with this guy. Like he kinda looks like Wesker. Uh Tom Hopper. He oh. kind of looks like Wesker a little bit, but I'm like, yeah. I I can could, could think of better people to play uh Wesker.
2: See, that, see, this is a problem because because in my head, in my, right, in my head, he is just Marshall. And I don't think Marshall can
0: play Wesker. <laughs> um remind me what he's from Marshall. From I, I think he no, no, well, he as in our Marshall. He's uh, he oh, but he just oh, reminds oh. me of our Marshall all the time. Oh my god, yeah.
2: I always feel like, oh yeah, this is like just if Marshall was in like a cartoon yeah,
1: show. Big old buff dude with a, with a buzz cut. Yeah, he looks exactly like Marshall. <laughs> like, like, like,
2: really nice guy. Like, yeah.
1: Yeah, so I'm like, I don't know, dude. It, like with this guy, with Tom Hopper, I yeah, you're right. Like when I look at him, I all I see is uh, Moon Boy from Umbrella Academy. So I can't like not see that. I, all I like, I I don't know, man. I, to me, this there's better people to play this
0: role, and there you would know, be better people like to play like it. It just looks like the uh, cast of the day when I'm in the sense of like, you'll look back at this movie and be like, oh, who was hot at that time? Like, and these are all kind of like. Bi- recognizable ish phases faces but nothing i mean i'm not seeing any ginormous actors they're all kind of like they're yeah Yeah. yeah. okay so i got it so i actually think i quite like this casting to be honest i do i mean but i mean for the people i do recognize but at the same time yeah like that guy was the guy we had playing uh redfield Okay, I know, I
1: knew, I fucking seen her before. She's Effie. She's from Skins.
0: Okay, I never checked that one out.
1: Oh my god! So, well, of course you never checked. Mm. Harrison, come on, you, you you got British TV shows.
2: <laughs> You're British, yes, yes but
0: like I, I
2: don't know. Skins came out at a period of my life where I refused to watch things that anyone else at my school watched, so I didn't get to see a lot of stuff. <laughs> like because like you know, you know, the normies you be- like Skins. Oh no, non conformist Harrison.
0: Did never did a Game of Thrones. Okay, so like, well, oh, people like that. Okay, well, anyone
1: who who just made that realization of that, oh my god, I watched skins. I'm like, well, yeah, I I that that freaked me out just now. But also for for you normies, she was also in uh Maze Runner and uh she was in the the final like the Pirates of the Caribbean Dead Men Tell No Tales as one of the characters. Um she's she's basically she's in she was she's been in like kind of like a bit actor in a few of these other
0: uh that's you know. what all these characters are though and then you go back to uh chris, is it chris don't kill me i haven't played this game i'm, I'm working yes. my way up to it. yeah okay. uh, robbie amell as chris redfield yeah so oh he's the brother of the guy that plays arrow but uh steve amell or something like that but yeah. the point is um yes he does play always like the supporting character i think is the main point of what all these characters are and then also, if you watch the uh, the X Files reunion, he was used as almost him and another chick were used as almost like the they teased them to plausibly be the new Mulder and Scully for like a, a new X Files series or something. But they're always being used as like, oh, the the B characters. so it it just it feels like a movie of B characters that are that were like I don't know they just got them all and they're all like good enough.
1: Fun fact, Seb, you might know this. He's also, Robbie Amell, he's also Firestorm in uh, The Flash.
0: Uh, Oh, that's who he is. See, I was thinking he was the Red Arrow. Yeah, no, no, yeah, he's Firestorm. He dies right away, and and then they replace him with somebody else. So, all right, so, yeah, we have three superheroes. So we have uh,
1: him from Umbrella Academy. We have Tom Hopper in Umbrella Academy. We have Robbie Amell in The Flash. And then we have uh, Hannah John Cayman in freaking Ant-Man and the Wasp. I'm sure she has a superhero cameo somewhere. <laughs> superhero movies, man, they're Are taking you? over the world. Oh, oh shit! I, I completely forgot, forgot about this guy, uh, Avon jo- uh Jogia. Jogia, he's gonna be Leon Kennedy. Which, uh, again, he does like his face doesn't really look like Leon. But if you like, I mean, shave the beard, and the mustache, change his hair a little bit, he, I, he might be able to pull it off. Like, I, I could get behind that, I suppose. Uh, Let me see. What? Yeah, go ahead and talk about this while
0: I find out what other stuff he was in. I personally, okay, and this is a weird opinion, but I would like to see, isn't this a Japanese developed game? Yes. I want to see the, what the Japanese would do with it. I
1: believe there's a Japanese like stage play that that was done with like Resident Evil. That's like, uh, we'll like a
0: popular. theatrical, as if like you know we have American Godzilla, but then like occasionally we'll still get like modern day Japanese Godzillas right alongside. Oh. I'm gonna oh, I am going to see what
2: technically uh, I... what the Japanese would do is just the first game. Uh, I don't know if you know this, Seb, but the the cutscenes of the first game are all live action like cutscenes. They're just people, so they had yeah. actors for all of this cast. Well, not all of those guys they didn't have Leon, and they didn't have Claire. You
0: know what I mean, No, But like, I want to see the more like. For me, it always feels like kind of like a zombie anime when I see these gameplays. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, even the facial anime, yeah. the the facial animations, and they never really seem extremely. They are horror esque but at the same time, like, it does feel like something. I I and I know there's been animations and and animes and things like that, but at the same time, I'm like yeah i i don't know if um uh, if i'm super down with seeing like the american version of different you know thing japanese things sure. for sure when it, especially when it comes to like godzilla and things like that it's like oh i kind of like you know i would never i i don't think i really want to go out and watch a, uh like uh an american ultraman movie you know what i mean uh he's a, a really big japanese character that yeah I like. no i i know who you're talking about it's like kind of like the power rangers mixed with like I don't know like, least, like before yeah before the Power Rangers and like, and the like <laughs> I don't know I, I just feel like it's viewed with different eyes and especially with those creators you know what I mean we get a different flavor okay. when, it, when it's made overseas even like you get a different perspective I just go down watching One Punch Man and that's like not a, a concept that would have been able See, to I, be. I don't, all right
1: all right real quick I'm gonna stop you right there because I don't think that's true because in in the case of like famously in the case of uh what's it uh Ghost in the Ghost in the Shell uh, when the Jap- like American audiences thought it was like, hey, that's whitewashed. You can't use Scarlett Johansson. And then
0: uh, Japanese audiences were like, no, that's pretty, pretty no, I'm t- no, I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about that. It's like when you take a good Japanese oh, Dragon Ball. There you go. So fucking like, Dragon Ball movies I don't care about like yeah the, the changing of races or anything I'm just like losing what the the whole thought of the the well, whole well,
1: I'll tell you I'll tell you what Seb. like I think that where, where the Japanese thing like culture or where like where that kind of like where that uh, thing like overlaps here is where they where everyone in the and their mother is like an expert with a gun like that's what Japan that's what Japan <laughs> thinks Americans are is that we're all we all have Beretta nine millimeters on our hip or just pop, 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 <laughs> killing everything and because I noticed that that's a very common thing in Japanese, like when they, when they talk about like American, uh, you know, when they, when they a Japanese anime step, set in America, it'll always be like an action anime with like, everyone has guns and everyone's shooting at each other. Like, uh, I don't, uh, uh, Akira, if anyone knows what that is, I mean, that's yeah. one that combined yeah. with that. I'm like, it, it feels like, I feel like that's the part. If you were to make this a, an American one, like they're in
0: Colorado, dude. Amer- Do you know how many Colorado people have guns? Like, well, no, no, no. And it but like, I want to see it pr- from their artistic perspective, or I mean, and, and I'm not saying that an American company couldn't do it well. I also want to see who's directing this. But my my kind of point is like, I feel like you the, it gets some stuff gets lost in translation sometimes when you uh same thing with like Death Note. I heard that, you know, I haven't physically got to see that one yet but I've reviewed a lot yeah, about what's yeah. kind of gone on with that. And yeah, it is that same thing where they just like lose the the whole point of it. Yeah. Watch the anime. Don't watch the American Netflix one. It, you'll be, you'll be sad. What do you guys think about the, um the, the, what do you call it really quick? The original Resident Evil movies. <laughs> Peace out, Dale. But
1: yeah, what do I think of the original? Uh I, I think that the first one was okay and and Apocalypse was the was the greatest one. Everything after that is, eh, it's
0: it's a movie. What about you, Harrison?
2: Yeah, I only really watched um, the first two, so yeah, the first and Apocalypse. Um, I, I saw tiny weeny bits of the rest after, this, but I was like, I was just not interested because they weren't Resident Evil. They're just these weird zombie move, technically zombie movies that star Mila Jokovic.
0: Um, it was interesting too because it it was I stuck around. I don't think I saw the original, but it, what was weird is they had I think like what the first one was based off the first game, right? Uh, uh, no, not no, re- no. Or which one is it where you're in the mansion? That's, yeah, it's not, sure, like, yeah.
2: like what I'll say you said is is it like 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 essentially to say it's based on the first game is not true because none of the movies are really based on the games. But, yeah, like, yeah. there is a mansion in the first film, and the first game of the series has a mansion in it with a lab underneath. They're as as that, that's kind of that of and that's kind
1: yeah. of the rest. Yeah, if, and yeah. as far as, like, if you want the closest one you'll get to a game, that's Apocalypse, because that's that's basically uh, Resident Evil 3, just without yeah. where,
0: where Jill Valentine is not the main character you know what one also is uh but it's interesting too because if you go a little bit further in the series i i'm dr- i'm forgetting which na- uh which the oh there's more of them I don't know yeah well
1: was. these are just people from the old from the other think- since, we're t- since we're talking about the old uh resident evils this is the people from this is like the old chris redfield and the old uh jill or uh yeah claire redfield there we go yeah if okay. you go
2: so, so extinction i think is the third one if you go to yeah retribution i think might be the one you're thinking of sub where they based a lot of that Oh, on Resident Evil 4? Yep. Yeah, there's, like, there's, the there's
1: your Resident Evil 4 monsters. There's yes. your horrible Leon from Retribution.
0: And yeah. then 5 is where I finally stopped, because that one is basically where it, it, the, the movie it turns into like, it feels like a way lower budget movie, first of all. But mm. the uh whole plot of it is, I believe that we have Alice locked underground or something in some sort of uh uh umbrella Corp facility and she's working her way up through different levels as well as somebody coming down to rescue her like the crew yeah but uh she's working her way up through like different almost like um nuketown map-esque inspired kind of things so she'll go through like oh a raccoon city and then they'll release the zombies they're all like experimental test kind of chambers for like different scenarios with the t-virus and uh, mm-hmm. after I saw that one, it just felt like like ninety percent action, ten percent story. I was out. I didn't even bother watching the last. Yeah. One. I I will go watch it, but I didn't at the time. You know, I'll
1: be. I've watched probably like I've watched most of them. I, I missed. I've missed maybe one or two. I don't think I've watched Retribution, but I've watched most of the Resident Evil movies. And yeah, like the first two are the only good ones that are actually like decent. The everything after that is just it just gets worse and worse as time goes on.
0: There's a six, right? I I believe so. Yes. Okay, I think six is the last one I'm missing out on. Ooh, what's this, uh, Harrison?
2: So, th- this is what I want to talk about on this because I think for this film, this Resident Evil uh, Welcome to Raccoon City, I'm quite interested. In, they say they want to make a more grounded movie, so they, they want to stay away from like the big high action that they did in uh, the Resident Evil movies we got so far. Um, and what I would love to see them do is, I'd love to see them make a basically a movie version of the novels they made for these games. So, um, like Ooh. since the first game came out, they had this author, S.D. Perry, writing novels of the video games. It's really interesting. It's like you get, um, uh, The Umbrella Conspiracy was the first one, it's literally just a novelization of the first game, but then, like, in between games, this uh, the novelist was allowed to write her own books. So, Caliban Cove is this like completely original uh, Resident Evil story. Uh, like set in between the first game and the second game. Hell um, yeah. Where it gets right. a bit weird, there's a zombie T-Rex in that one. Oh, but that's like, awesome. Yeah, they're really interesting books because they're very good at like the survival horror element of it. So like half the books is like the characters counting how much ammo they have and mm-hmm. like running through rooms and they're like, right, there's two zombies in the next room. Like if I can take down like them with three bullets, I'll have like two left and I can handle whatever's in the, the room after that. And it's mm-hmm. they're really cool. And that's that's what I want to see a movie of. I want to see that like like close. I'd love to see a movie that's. This is obviously going to be involve raccoon city, but the IGN article says it will be in the mansion. I would love a movie that's entirely set in the mansion. That's just a horror horror movie, just like you know a handful of zombies. A bit like um, that last scene in uh, Twenty Eight Days Later, but it's the whole movie. Oh, uh,
1: okay, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I could see that and it'd be really cool to have like, you know, yeah, like Leon and freaking and like, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, damn it, I just had it a second ago. Claire? Yeah, Claire. And have Leon and Claire like going through the mansion or going through like a town just full, filled with zombies and just like, I, I'd be down for that but the problem is is that I feel like most people would be, if you're not a Resident Evil fan you're just like, this is boring. Well, where's the store? Why do I care yeah. about <laughs> these people? <laughs> it's like, oh, well you gotta play like five games before this. <laughs>
2: yeah, that I was would, I question. would genuinely love a movie where the
0: like the audience has to count the bullets, the characters fire. That would be so cool. that would be fun. I am all down. Thank you, Harrison, for bringing that up because I am all down, like everything's been kind of done in movies now, right? So it's mm-hmm. like, let's go to the next level and like, what hasn't been done in a film before? Yeah, we were so accurate to where we made sure that, like, every time, this happened. We were true to the game. And yeah, I did the whole ammo count thing. I think that's a, a beautiful idea. And it's just a whole fun thing that you would be able to work in later. After you see the film, you find that out and you go back and watch and you're like, holy shit. They did do that. Maybe they will even. Who knows? Uh, I'm hoping for like them walking like tank control. That would be kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> also, oh, Okay. So you did talk about something more clo- like kind of smaller and ground and like more, uh, but I would like to see a little, I still do like the more bombastic fun, uh, creatures. Wasn't there not a snake in the first one? Uh, oh yeah. Uh, I think, I know. Yeah. yeah,
1: there is a giant snake at the in like somewhere in the, in, under the, under the mansion. Yeah. I think I know what you're talking about.
0: It has to be in there for me then if we are going to go, like, because my whole reasoning is, like, what's the whole point of redoing these, then, to be more true to the, the source material, right? So I'm like, okay, if you are going to spend the entire thing in the mansion, like, if this thing doesn't have the snake in it, like, you didn't succeed.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I, I see what you mean. Yeah, the, the, the bombastic th- hmm. Bombast things are cool. They are difficult to get into, like, a serious story sometimes, but no, I, I think it'd be good to see that those novels, in fact, have in. The third novel, which is, uh, hang on, what's it okay. called? And then I'll say just uh, really quick
0: something. <laughs> the, those, while you are looking that up, those are the things for me personally that make it Resident Evil that separate this from any old zombie thing. It's like what the Umbrella Corpness of it all. I mean obviously, like you have the main characters with recognizable names. But what separates this from The Walking Dead and from anything else is they do go that that extra level. It is kind of anime when it comes to like yeah, some that's, of those. That's exactly what it is. It is it's a, it's an anime, but it's a zombie. It's like a zombie anime. Yeah. So I think yeah, I, I don't want to circle back around to that. But for this to be successful for me, yeah, make it true to the original spirit and make it yeah a zombie anime for sure. To so,
2: so yeah, you heard want- this. A picture of wesker and i kind of would lo- love to see like a japanese guy with like his bleach blonde hair and his shades on that would be wonderful right
0: also don't forget everybody like a lot of the japanese characters are emulated sometimes to be white people so it's not like i mean it's well, not yeah, like i ever want to see it I mean, whitewashed well, or anything but at the well, same yeah. time like i just want to see what their vision of it would be you know it would be mm-hmm. trippy. Yeah, this is where my
1: this is where my uh, knowledge kind of like ends with what Resident Evil is that I'm not sure, sh- I know that in Japan the Re- it's not called Resident Evil it's called Biohazard I don't know if the characters are like, if they're still you know Chris Redfield and Claire Redfield and Leon Kennedy or if they actually have like you know Takeda N- Nirozaki or some shit like you know like they're like Japanese mm. names or if they're like actual... Mm. I'm not. I I don't actually know if the Japanese intended for this to be like. Uh, all right, it takes place in Raccoon City, Colorado, or if this is just something that we that we as Americans ended up putting in there because you know.
2: We... I think. Yeah, I, I think the setting is supposed to be Raccoon City. and It's supposed to be in America. I think that's part of the reason why they can explain away the fact that you just find weapons um, and ammo everywhere. Like you said, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: because
2: in Japan, only police are allowed to have guns. Like, oh, like yeah, they don't.
1: They don't do that. Like civilians can't have guns in Japan.
0: Like oh, the- and then there is the occasional like, African-American character when you get to, like, uh in, what is it, Resident Evil 2? Mm-hmm. And then, like, just like yes, any other anime. he dies, yeah.
2: but yes. Yes,
0: and same yeah. with Resident Evil 7. The black guy dies, like, instantly. Yeah, like, no, oh, cool. no, no. A cop to come help me shovel through the face.
1: <laughs> yeah, also in Resident Evil 4, oh, hey, that one Mexican dude who's going to help me gets shot. <laughs> Like, <laughs> maybe well, we don't <laughs> need <Japanese>. to <laughs> do Japanese.
2: Uh, I, I don't think he isn't Mexican. He's, I mean, he has a Mexican accent, but he's supposed to be just Spanish because the game's supposed Whatever. to be set in. What if the could only do a Mexican accent? <laughs> I mean, like, right, yeah,
1: hey, I'm Luis Sera. I'm like, I don't think
0: that's a that's a Spanish accent, but okay. <laughs> Everybody please subscribe. Dale Erdman has pointed out that we were only two away from 375. And uh, I would love to see that. That would be really cool. I think we'd all appreciate that. Um, last thing I would like to ask you guys, this whole welcome to Raccoon City. Is it cool? And like, what does that what does that tell you? For me, that personally tells me, or at least just reading that to myself, it's dumb in the sense of this better be dumb fun. You know what I mean? When you get like a Thor Ragnarok or a Thor Love and Thunder, my brain instantly goes, okay, that well, those are gonna be like Taika esque, right? So when I see Welcome to Raccoon City, it's gonna have to be, it's gonna, I want it to be fun, because that sounds like a stupid title if it's not a fun movie uh i mean i agree it,
1: but i feel like it's gonna it's because we're gonna see like a shot like this it's it's gonna be like the you know the the wide like open shot of the entire city the camera's gonna pan down and we're gonna see this shit welcome to raccoon city or some shit like that like it's gonna be the the street sign like we're gonna see like that shot of like someone driving past it and it's just gonna focus on that and then it's gonna be a time jump to when to after the freaking uh you know the zombies all started and it's gonna be the same sign but full of bullet holes and blood and shit
0: see totally unpopular opinion but like I if you if you just gave me a shit ton of money and you're like Sebastian do whatever you want with this yeah this would be like a guns and roses like metal zombie movie you know what I mean (laughs) it would straight up be like that and you get your characters you love you get all the monsters you love but it's just like blown out to their fullest bitching potential because I think he has some really cool stuff here but everybody kind of like seems too afraid sometimes I'm like no do it it's cool you have some cool stuff. I would agree, like, but I mean,
1: it, I feel like uh, as far as like with Hollywood, they're only going to do certain things. Like, they're not going to do like the crazy, like, all right, they might do like the giant snake, they might do a giant spider, or they might do the dude with like the you know the eye popping out of his shoulder or something like that. But they're not. But some of those monsters in in uh, Re- uh, Resident Evil are like way too. Cr- I, I feel like they're not going to put that in a movie unless making, they make it like a
0: arm. Where's like those fun, like innovative movies from back of the day that get people to go see the movie. So like Matrix and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you have to see this just because it's like a piece of uh, like, obviously, you're going to have to have some sort of special effects and stuff. Right. So not why not make it like a a spectacle to go see is basically what I'm saying. If you're going to put this back out, like, I don't know, make a reason to go see it. Mm -hmm. What about you, Harrison? What do you think about like the title and your expectations for this film?
2: Uh, the title is the thing that worries me, I think, because, like, um, they said they like they, and they wanted a more grounded movie, um, which to me kind of made me think of uh certain like kind of small stories, um, but it seems like they're more going to be again looking at it's about the, the zombie apocalypse of it all because it's called Welcome to Raccoon City, so it's going to be about the entire city being overrun, um, whereas, like, uh yeah, I, I think I've seen too many zombie movies that are about zombies taking over a huge map, you know, a huge place. Like I'd be much more interested right now seeing a smaller horror film about like, you know, a handful of zombies that people have to take care of. But you know, they're zombies, they're hard to kill and they're difficult. Um but yeah, I reckon we're probably gonna get, you know, not like a giant action, but again, something most similar to uh the Resident Evil Apocalypse movie that we saw, but like this, there's not gonna be a man in a giant rubber nemesis suit. That's basically gonna be the difference. <laughs>
0: yeah, because so just for you guys, uh yeah, that's part two, right? Uh, uh yeah. But, yeah, uh, yeah, although that's... he
2: doesn't even say stars in it because like the stars isn't a thing like in those movies. <laughs> like okay, uh, yeah. Yeah,
0: really but that upsetting. one like as as like uh, separate from source material, that one is my favorite. Just because, like, I don't know, I like it when things opened up more. I think that one has my favorite cast of characters and kind of like, I don't know, I like the whole like burnt down city look. I like that word. The, it's the got my
2: favorite pocket. moment. Like, I Go love ahead. that bit with the priest who's got that old woman tied to a chair. Wow. And that's a really see, fun part of that movie.
1: See, There's I, some- I would have thought I would have thought when the, all the little children eat like the reporter. Like she, w- it's okay, honey. And then like the zombie, the child ends up being a zombie, yes. and then they all.
2: Dude, <laughs> I would have yes. thought that. I mean, dude,
1: fuck. But I hate no, zombies. But, personally, my favorite part of that whole movie isn't even like it's not a zombie part. It's it's when Mike Epps he walks into like the police station. The cop tries to hand him a pistol, and he says, "Motherfucker, please, my
0: shit is custom," and shows two fucking golden <laughs> eagles. That's the best part of that movie. Yeah, he does have some of the best moments too. And then there's like that part where he's on top of the roof sniping people, correct? Yeah, there's the, yeah, there's another yeah. It's like there. the one GTA line.
1: GTA motherfucker.
0: Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he drives past so
1: GTA motherfucker.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, yeah. My catch is great in that movie. I agree. Um I w- I remember as a child, which you shouldn't be watching these as a child, but as a child always being upset, seeing him get like bit and slowly turned. I was always like, Oh, I liked him. Um, is this legitimate <laughs> artwork guilds? No, this is just like a, a, uh, a yeah. I found, like some fan made. I can't wait to see. I, I would like to. I'm gonna save more judgment for like a first trailer, because all I have right here is the name, basically to look at in a cast. So it's like, okay, let's wait for a trailer, and then obviously the main movie. But like, I want to see the posters. Are they gonna lean more into the the Capcomness of it? Because that's like I said, go please. Every, you know, if you guys are making this, that's almost what the original seemed to lean away from the cap, and then as they ran out of things to do then they're like oh shit let's go back to the capcom so no start i think start from there
1: yeah get get as capcom as you can without being like too, without being like a freaking just a, a, a video game movie or straight up like a video game but a movie you know what i mean like don't don't just straight up copy the game but but put some of the shit that we all love from it in there and if we you don't know, get it like,
2: i need like some keys with some armor
0: on, yeah. I need you to move a statue. Yeah, like,
2: like like just once, once each, but just do it.
0: Some like some sort of uh, dumb door puzzle kind of thing. Like yeah, I, yeah, yes. Like oh uh, all-
1: just open this door, and they just like someone just changes like the the medallion or something on there, like spins it or something, and then it, it opens.
0: Yes. Yeah. Uh, this will be this will be interesting to wait and see the development of. We've done this multiple times on the channel where we've where we heard a little bit of whistles and then all of a sudden it's it's uh, a full on creation. So let's let's continue to keep an eye on it. Uh, Absolutely, but I I look forward to it. I I am also looking forward to the uh, the crossover where they meet the guy from uh, Dead Rising, the reporter. <laughs> and you're like Frank
1: West. A Yes. yeah
0: there you go and then you find out that it's a part of the capcom cinematic universe and then dante and then dante shows up and he says
1: you're part of a bigger universe you don't even know.
0: and then like right before dante gets eaten you have uh ryu pop up with a who yep and then fucking and <laughs> then again v- beautiful joe shows up he's like "Sup, dudes and, uh, yes i'm down and then and then that's when we find out marvel versus capcom is a movie Cause what did that be? <laughs> what did that be? Dope? It's
2: introduced in the multiverse of madness. Yes, it's looking be a whole. Like, oh yeah, if you look at the background, like Jill Valentine and Chris Redfield are like having a conversation with the Collector or something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, the Watcher or whatever. <laughs>
2: yeah, uh,
1: dude. Kind of- I, I don't think they uh, that'd be funny as hell if they, if they actually had a scene like that, but they don't have the balls to do like a scene where freaking <laughs> where like Doctor Strange flies past freaking Chris Redfield. They don't no, have, you the need balls. To have uh
0: he's a guy from Ace Attorney, uh Phoenix. Uh, Phoenix right? right. Yeah. he just have to be like, objection!
1: Objection <laughs> <laughs>
0: Dude, that? that's what i'm talking about if if i ever get the reins to direct a, a live action film you can, you are going to see shit like that you will see the most in, like action filled court scene of your life they're all going to be sitting in the courtroom but like you got to put that in there man that's where it gets fun that's what the point of all <laughs> that is <laughs> god uh god hope hollywood that i never get it in there <laughs> help them all uh Thank you guys so much for for joining in with us. Mr. Action, Dale Erdman. Uh, We had some new listeners today. Uh, Wookiee Talks. And uh, yeah, it was a real blast. Thank you, Gilson Harrison, for talking with uh, me today about these fun topics. Uh, Don't forget to like, subscribe, comment below. Keep your eye out uh, for the Snyder Cut coverage. Because like I said, I am personally extremely pumped. It was probably one of the weirdest experiences of my life. <laughs> I am like am I in an alternate dimension It was just trippy It was weird So uh, everybody uh, I look forward to it. I've been holding back There hasn't been too many people I could talk to about with this So uh, <laughs> stay tuned uh, As we nerd out about that As well as uh, Falcon Winter Soldier um, I'm looking forward to doing Our Marvel Monday reviews Did you get a chance to check that one out Harrison? Uh, I haven't yet I was kind of
2: i going to ask you guys But when are we talking about them?
0: uh tomorrow so i can
2: quite yes i i think i am okay. i believe i'll be able to watch it and uh, attend tomorrow
0: see i'm curious so i'm gonna shoot it off to gilbs but yeah no i personally thought it was a bit of a a bit of a snore um i get where it's going and i get that it's one of six but also it's a tv series so i'm like oh you got to think of them as individual episodes as well so for me I thought yeah. it was a weird kind of sl- uh, a little bit too weird of a slow burn it, but uh so I'm ex- interested to see what you think. Uh Gilbs please uh yeah sign us out for uh, you and uh yeah let us know what you thought of that and all that fun stuff.
1: Wrong person Seb.
0: Yeah but uh yeah but uh thank you
1: guys so much for listening and yeah I it's been fun talking with you with you and Harrison uh Sebastian about Resident Evil and about uh <laughs> the the freaking uh, Black Panther and how much it sucks, but but uh, but yeah, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Fulcrum Guilds, and uh, yeah, check out. Uh, I think it's next week or the week after we're going to be releasing on Star Wars audio comics. We're going to be releasing the Age of Republic Tarkin, which involves one of our very own uh, friends. Right, nope, goddamn it, right here. It's he's he is Admiral Mati. So yeah, be on the lookout yes. for that and uh yeah go ahead and take it away harrison
2: ah yes uh <laughs> i'm trying to remember motty's line something about your religion can't do anything that this space station can do but not in that voice um yeah okay so guys as i mentioned before go into the uh description below go find that discord server come and hang out with us what character do you want to see painted red and put into a fancy box so that you could pay too much money for it um and uh, yeah if you want to uh, follow me at harrison bullman on twitter and instagram go over to the russian Cornbook geek now on youtube and watch the killmonger thing and please as always subscribe to this channel uh bell notification so you know when we're going live
0: yeah thank you gills also for mentioning yeah so everybody you guys can keep an eye out for target you said that's next saturday uh yeah it should be i believe on either it's gonna be april f- uh fourth i think
1: so it's, oh, so, it's two cool, weeks, so it's two weeks from now. So yeah, it's two weeks from now. On Easter Sunday, the
0: Death Star will rise, or
1: on, on that Saturday, you know what I mean. It's, the, it's when we, whenever
0: we release it. But that point is that's it's two weeks from now. Okay, gotcha. And then uh, yeah, if you guys also want to go, check out the uh, oh Harrison, you're in that one as well as one of my kind of you turned. Uh, it's it, it's always one of my favorite stories, but we turned kind of a jokey, lame ish character into something kind of more badass. For our Kylo Ren chapter three over on uh, Star Wars audio comics as well. That's been a, a really fun one to to mess with. It's a short little series, so it's like, oh, let's let's have some fun Kylo Renniness in there. Uh, you've had fun with that one, Harrison?
2: Yeah, it is fun. Ren is an interesting character to play, especially to try and make him
0: sound like less of a douche. dude with that effect over your voice so cool i always love that like (laughs) like i'm listening to some knights of the old republic like cut lines or something (laughs) thank you guys so much for everything it's been sebastian gilbs and harrison we look forward to doing more uh videos here on the channel and uh entertain you guys with the fulcrumness of it all bye everyone